0: welcome welcome to the next episode of he said she said i am your host travis reed today i have a special guest a person i've been knowing for a little over a decade now it's been a minute since we've been knowing each other um
1: wow
0: yeah it's been i know it's crazy you know uh we ran in the same circles back in the day but it's somebody that i trust her opinion to tell the truth and trust me y'all she gonna say what she want to feel You know, she's going to say what she feel. So, um, even though she's not that tall, I, uh, you know, she has a big (laughs) heart, you know, saying, so anyway, introduce yourself.
2: Um, hi everybody. My name is Tashira Thomas.
0: Yes. And like I said, uh, you can call her, uh, TT, you know, or (laughs) little T. They cannot. (laughs) So, uh. You know, she's one of those highly successful uh, Black women that I wanted on the show um, to kind of break down uh, certain situations on what females would do uh, in certain scenarios. And so, like, I value her opinion. So that's why I brought her on the show. And uh, our first question is, how long should a woman wait for a man to ask her to marry him? Let's go with your opinion for yourself and then Mm -hmm. what do you think all women should do
2: well i also think it depends on like what season you are in your life so if you're 25 you know you have that time to wait two three years um for a man to i guess quote unquote decide if you're the one Um, although I don't think it takes that long. I think that men do that are simply just dragging their feet. Um, most people know, (laughs) I'm just being real. Um, most people know whether or not they would deal with the person long-term within, I think, the first six to eight months. Um, you get to see that person through most of their season, um, seasons, excuse me. But, um, I honestly believe that, um, it doesn't really take more than a year to kind of decide whether or not this is person because you need to see them, you know, how they act in the summer. Do they have a hot girl summer? Or are they chilling? <laughs> you know, what I mean, are they, um, you know, how do you act when you're broke? How do you act when you're, you know, when you're on the upswing? Um, do you act funny around the holidays? Like, you know, so I think a one year's time is a good time timeframe. Um, but I think as you get older and you approach your mid thirties, late 30s early 40s that shit's out the window like let's just keep it real like (laughs) you're a grown-ass adult at this time you should be okay with your picker being able to pick you know decent people been Mm -hmm, through mm -hmm. a bunch of different seasons in your life whether that's children or divorce or failed relationships and know what to look for so you know i'm not waiting at 35 36 years old no two three years for some man to decide that he wants me or not I can
0: I can agree with that. I think, um, the only pushback I would say on that one is like, what if he's, uh, what if he, you know, like, you know, people can put on a face or a mask, you know what I'm saying? For like maybe six months to eight months, you know, maybe not a year, but I think, uh, yeah, what if he was put on a mask of trying to show you something that you want to see, you know?
2: But I think it's also up to you, you know, and men and women alike that we have to do our due diligence. Like, relationships at especially in our mid 30s are not just happening they have to be intentional you have to ask the right questions you know i mean you need to be integrated into that person's world and i think that a lot of people are afraid to ask those tough questions and people don't talk about sex and money and you know living situations and all those kind of things and those are the reasons why people separate
1: mm-hmm. so
2: i think that when you date intentionally it's a different ball game than like when you're in your twenties and you're just dating to see, Ooh, do I like you? Or do I not like you? Like in, in your thirties, it should be, I'm dating you for marriage or I'm not dating you at all. And that's quick to find out if people are secretive, not, you know, forthcoming, you know, lack transparency. Those are all red flags.
0: No, I, I couldn't understand that. I I definitely agree. I think, you know, both men and women mindset changes the older they get, the more set in their ways in certain certain stints. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, like and less patient, you know, like when you're 25, Definitely. 26, you know, in some women, they deal with bad boys, you know,
1: because mm-hmm.
0: they be thinking like, I can change this bad boy. I like yeah. that thuggy image, you know, the fact that he might do this or do that. am not saying he's, a, you know, Tony Montana or something, but <laughs> it, 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 Dibble and dabble, you know, yeah. Um, because you think you got time. I'm young and, you know, wild and free or whatever the case is. Um, That's why I feel like you see a lot of women who are in their 30s, 40s with older kids because they dabbled with the bad boy.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, my situation is, you know, similar. You know, Mm. I'm 36. I have an 18 year old and almost 16 year old you know, from from dabbling with the wrong person. So it's like, you, you, that's what I'm saying. You learn those lessons early in life. And so you don't carry those into the new season. As you grow, you're supposed to mature and, you know, with age, it's supposed to come wisdom. Not always, (laughs) Uh, you know, because you still got those knuckleheads of 45, 50 years old, still out here, you know, dating multiple women and at the club and all that kind of stuff. But most of us mature mm-hmm. as we get older we take those life lessons and we build upon them and you know alter who we are
0: well i definitely agree i can tell you why there are a lot of men and not all i, I never want to say all so people mm-hmm. don't be getting mad at me like i travis said all men <laughs> so all women that there's never all 100 percent of anything now i would say the reason why some men dibble and dabble when they're, you know, 35, 45, 50s, because they still got options, you know? Um, I mean, I
2: think that's that's all of us, though. You know what I mean? Like, everybody has options.
0: Oh, no. No, that's not true. That's not true. (laughs) That's not true. Don't even say that. Don't even lie to the people like that. Don't even lie to the people like that. Let me tell you something. The dude who's working at Smart Tech, making $12 (laughs) an hour, or working at the warehouse as a forklift, making $13 an hour... He might not have that many options, okay? Now, the girl next to him, women get go up. They date up, right? Men date equal or down, okay? So, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that, like, there's, a, there's a exceptions to the rule, the Jay-Z, Beyonce types. But how yeah. many billionaire men are with billionaire women? Otherwise, Michael Jordan would be with Oprah.
2: I got you. I got you. you. I, I can agree with that. I, I will say that, yeah, men do date, date at their level of uh, economic, <laughs> <laughs> social economic level. Or,
0: yeah, um, I, I don't. I don't look. I don't think like obviously there is exception. I'm not saying all, yeah. but like I said, no, like no, no,
2: not all. Not women, all. We, we women, never want to yeah. throw all of us into all, a, the same oh, boat because like, there is caveats in every situation. Yeah, in every every um, situation in life, especially in this dating world. But I will, I, I I'll agree with you with that. Women do tend to date up. Yeah. Because I think that's the, one of the things that I've learned in, in my dating experiences is like, um, although I have always had my own, I've never been like dependent, those kind of things. I've always had a, a, a good career and then now a good business um, is that men who have money don't care about your money.
0: Yes. Yes, and I, I forgot, I think it was uh, Iman Shumpert said it because obviously mm-hmm. he's married to Tiana Taylor.
2: Yeah, and he said,
0: man, man, dude who's a millionaire with bread, he don't care about your bread, he's a millionaire. He's making $10 million a year or he's making $2 million a year. What do you care mm-hmm. about, your whatever you make? And I'm, yeah. not, I'm, I'm not saying Jay-Z ain't happy that Beyonce makes almost just as much as him or more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that dudes with real bread, like real bread bread, Let's not even say like the 10 million. Let's say you're making a meal. He still ain't tripping about your bread.
2: No, and that's my thing is like, you know, I've had my uh fair share of dating experiences <coughs> and um I've never had a man that's had money be concerned about my money. Like they're they're fine with the fact that you have your own career, you have your own this or that, but I think the most important thing that you can be to a man who has money is peace, you know what I mean? Yes, like, yes, yes. It's <laughs> yes. to be peace, and I think that's part of the 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 problem of like why there's so many um, black women that are unmarried. Is because they don't know how to be peaceful. But that, I guess,
0: that's a
2: whole other conversation. <laughs> that's a
0: whole nother. <laughs> we can uh, we can get into that eventually, <laughs> but that that's a whole nother conversation. People, that's I would a whole say
2: other conversation for a Yeah, whole other day, that, that's but, all yeah. that could be
0: the episode in itself. Like just straight that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like I Practice like I was saying, peace. yeah, like men with money want peace because they, their lives
2: are
1: hectic. When yeah, you know, I mean, you know, it's you know, like, it. yeah,
2: you're going out and you're, you're battling the world every single day. Who wants to come home and battle in their wife. Yeah, You yeah. know, like, nobody has time for that. And I think that that goes both ways. Like, you know, there are just as many I think men nowadays who are just as chaotic as some of these women are, that um, women don't want to come home to that either. You know what well, I mean? I think
0: everybody just wants
2: peace in their own home.
0: Of course. Of course. I would say this, you know, um when it comes to men right now I read today I read a a thing where it says that the middle class right is a Mm -hmm. big big middle class it's it's between 50,000 and Mm -hmm. 150,000 or Mm -hmm. 156,000 whatever the case is right for me um 150,000 would seem like a lot of money but obviously once you pay for your you know Car note, your house bill, you know, your mortgage your insurance and all that kids, you know, if you have multiple, it's probably enough to, you know, you can do some things, but maybe not enough to, you can do some things thing. just kind of yeah. depends on what the other person in your life is doing. What I was saying that is to say that is that, you know, when we talked about peace and men and women both, I think with men, when it comes to, the, if they're making 200,000, they're in that one percentile, right? Mm-hmm. And women like, you know, women like yourself want to date a man in that 1%. But what you're going against in that 1% is one, one out of every six men, especially black men, is in prison, you know, it's over a million of us in jail. Yeah. So that condenses the pool. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, and then like you figure, Um, not a lot of black men are making that kind of money. That Mm condenses the pool even more. Now you're going against women who wanna like live that lifestyle, who Instagram models, different different races, different Yeah, that's all a fallacy though, you know? Yeah. And I think that's
2: what our we need to start realizing is that um what you see on Instagram is everybody's best. What you see on Facebook is (laughs) everybody's best. You know what I mean? Yeah so it 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 blows me away all the time when um people aspire for things that people don't even have, you know, like you, you look at some of these Instagram people and like you said, they're the 1% of what's really going on. So you can't base your whole world off of wanting to date a dude that makes, you know, $250,000 a year, because like you said, that's when obviously competition comes in because now are you the and I hate to even say this because I know a lot of women are going to jump on me for this, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, I I have to speak the truth when you start to look at those men that are in the 1%, they date the 1% of beauty. Mm, So when you don't fall into that 1% of beauty or that top 5% of beauty, you can't expect that you're going to land this, millionaire or this exclusive man um when you don't fit the build, and I don't mean that in any disrespectful way to anybody but you know it you don't you never see and I don't want to say never but you rarely see a millionaire with an ugly woman on his arm or Mm -hmm. a woman that's perceived not to be you know the baddest of the bad, or you know, whatever, however you want to categorize it, right. you only right. see that when they grew together.
0: They were like she was with him, like in process. you know, they were, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. they yeah. were. You know, he was not a millionaire when she met him, and he got this company or built this company or whatever. And then now they they built that together, or mm-hmm. you know, she was with him when he mm-hmm. got into the NFL or got into the NBA or you know whatever it is. But mm-hmm. you rarely see single men that make that kind of money with women that are not of physical attraction, um, aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that as women, we have to be realistic
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: and know what your know where you lie in that I'm trying I'm trying to I'm
0: trying to dance a little bit hey hey about. I think she's trying to I'm not trying to to, get canceled I'm folks. trying to, I'm trying to <laughs> dance a little
2: bit you know, but no I'm she's like, just basically just,
0: saying stay in your lane
2: stay in your lane stay in your lane like if you you know and I think as women we always want to be like I'm the baddest of the bad I look the best of the best and um maybe you just need to come back down to reality and just accept where you are on that scale and it's not for anybody else to determine besides the men that you surround yourself with Mm. so you may look be the creme de la creme in this group of men but when you move up to that next category they've seen they've been they've been around the world they've seen the most beautiful women they've been you know their culture there's things like that that come into play so i get what you say i get what you mean i get what you
0: mean yeah no for me it's like like you say you're fighting with that right Mm-hmm. And that's why you, sometimes you see, and like I said, I'm not, once again, folks, I'm not saying all, um, you see some women are like, you know, they say the men ain't ish, right? Because they're dealing with that 1%. The 1% dudes, maybe they're knuckleheads, some of them, because they can not be, right? Because like, they like, mm-hmm. I'm a I can get another you in a minute, you know what I'm saying? That don't mean nothing to me, right? Mm-hmm. Where maybe this dude who works at Enterprise making 50,000 will adore you. And maybe you're missing your blessing of not doing oh, yeah. this dude. You know what I'm saying? To try to get to that dude, you know?
2: Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell you this little, this little story real fast. So um, I think I was on Instagram or it might've been Facebook. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there was this video and um, it was saying how women are never satisfied. And so I clicked on it because the title was um, inflammatory. You know, so I'm like, what do you mean we're never satisfied? What do you mean? Yes, we we satisfied. Like, you know, I was offended. I was offended. You know what I mean? So I click on it like, what are they talking about? What are these people talking about? Mm-hmm. So I click on it, and um, it was this little skit. So this woman walks into, like, an empty department store. And so the lady gets stops her and gives her the rules and says, um you're in the man shop. I don't remember what they called it. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. you can basically build yourself a man. So the rule is it has five levels. Mm -hmm. You can go up, but you can't come back down. And if you get to the top and you don't find anything that you want, you have to exit the building.
1: Mm, So
2: the woman goes to the first floor and it's like, here's a man that makes $50,000 a year. He's faithful. Um, and but he doesn't want children and the girl's like nah 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 I gotta go up a level mm-hmm. so she gets to the next level and she's like uh, and they say well here are the men that make a hundred thousand dollars a year and they um they want children and they're physically attractive mm-hmm. so you would think most women would be like all right I'm good.
1: A year. He looks good he wants
2: kids he wants a family all right, we're stopping here. Let's go and browse and pick our man. So the woman's like, nah, nah, I'm going up. So now she's on the third level and it's like, you know, and I'm I'm kind of, I don't remember the exact number, so I'm kind of making it up. But right. then it's like, then it goes to 150,000 and he's attractive and he works out and he wants kids and, you know, this and this. And so it's like, nah, I got to go up. <laughs> so she goes up to the next level and it's like, This man here makes $250,000 a year and he is fine, girl. And he's good in the bedroom and he's this, and he's that. It's like the creme de la creme, right? Mm -hmm. And she's like, Nah, I gotta go up, (laughs) right? (laughs) She gets to to the fifth floor and 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 basically like the voice is like, and this is why women are never satisfied. You did we, prove, we did this to prove that all of you guys would want to get to the fifth floor to figure out what you thought was better than the American man who was attractive, who had a good job, who loved you, who wanted this, who wanted that. You're always trying to reach for more. So um, I just thought that was interesting because I know that there's a lot of sisters out there that would have done the same thing and been like, "Well, if this one make two fifty, what's at the top? <laughs> a millionaire, <laughs> a ball player? Uh, you know, like yeah. whatever's there is they thinking they gonna get better." And it's kind of just like a, a dose of reality that you know sometimes, like you said, you miss your blessing because that man who drives garbage trucks for a living will probably treat you like you've like never been treated yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, like be the most amazing husband but you're passing up on this man because you know he doesn't make enough to support your gucci and gold lifestyle that you honestly can't even support on your own so that's why i just really encourage our sisters to be to don't ask for things that you can't provide yourself and i hold myself to that own standard mm-hmm. like you know me i have mean? never ask anybody for anything that i can't do for me
1: which makes, but sense. They, Which makes sense. They think
2: they get with these men, and it's like this automatic lifestyle upgrade that they're entitled to.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you 100%. I think, uh, and don't get me wrong, like I said, I, I respect the uh, what's happened uh, in, you know, like from the 1960s or 50s to now. I think women have ex- not only uh, done well, they exceeded expectations and success. Oh, yeah you know what I'm saying? And uh you know like I'll be honest, you know like they've exceeded it in a big way. Um you know like women there are women CEOs, there are women obviously vice mm-hmm. presidents, there are women people I mean granted they want more obviously, but they're still super successful, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I think with a lot of super successful women, not all um you know like they want somebody either on their level or higher, right? Yeah. It's hard to, it's like, I'm not saying I, you know, I haven't seen it where a woman who's making 200,000 is dating a guy making 50. That's happened before, obviously,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: but I think if you notice what happens is like he can be making 50, but he got to have a plan to get to 100 To get to 100, <laughs> to get to
2: 100. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like can't be yeah, no, he can't Yeah, no, I making think that,
2: 50. yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you're right in that. Um, but I also, I, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. When you're a successful woman, you still want a man. And what I mean by that is like men, not all, but some men tend to shrink when they're with a woman that's more making more money than they are. And I think that that becomes less attractive to successful women because you still want a man. You still want. You know what I mean like you're not in this to be the boss, and especially when you're the boss all day long,
0: Okay, my you rebuttal to I mean? you on yeah, I understand my rebuttal to you was this, right Say that you're you you're making whatever you make, say two hundred thousand, right-
1: mm-hmm.
0: Now your man is making 45 to 55,000, right
1: mm-hmm.
0: He's comfortable at that 45, 50, right he's not looking to move up. I mean, maybe he mm-hmm. is, let's just say he is, but it's going to take a while. Say he has to go mm-hmm. back to school or whatever the case is going to take some years. Right. Okay. Now he's a man in every sense, sake or form or passion, but financially. Right. So okay. like you have to carry the load of everything. Right. Now he, he's contributing, but obviously we just talked about it. You're making 200. He's making 45 right Mm -hmm. now would you respect that man as your man uh if he came personally you know what i'm saying
2: me personally i can only speak for me in this situation i can't speak for you know obviously the vast majority of of women but for me personally um the amount of money that a man makes doesn't determine his worth in my eyes i think that as women we put too much value on um a man's salary And I think that it really caused a lot of angst in a lot of men. And that's the reason why marriage, you know, percentages have declined as far as like the percentage of people who are getting married has declined. um, Because as women, we've been taught and conditioned over these last maybe one to two generations that we don't need a man.
1: That, need to you know,
2: you don't need to settle. You need to get out there, get your education and take care of yourself and be independent and this and that. And I don't really subscribe to that, just to be honest. Um, I know that there's a lot of women, a lot of my friends, they won't date certain men if they don't make X amount of dollars or they're not this tall or they don't, you know, whatever. They have this laundry list of um, reasons why not to date men. But I will say that for me personally, I just don't think that a dollar sign determines somebody's worth. Um, Do I wanna necessarily, quote unquote, take care of a man if I'm making 200,000 and he's making 45? No, but I also think that there's ways that you can um, make that relationship work if that's the person that you choose to be with. So if I was making like 200, he's making 45, And, you know, there's certain expectations, I think, where like these quote unquote gender roles kind of swap because Mm -hmm. to make that kind of money, unless you're, you know, into crypto or, you know, something new age, most people are working pretty hard. Most people are working pretty long, Mm -hmm. you know, long hours and things like that. So there's no way that I'm going to come home and then I still have to be the quote unquote wife in the house as well. And I don't mean that in any disrespectful (laughs) way, but like if I'm going to work every day, like let's say, okay, I'm a physician. Right. And I'm making two hundred and sixty, two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars a year. I'm working 12 hour shifts five days a week. Right. And you're my husband. And let's say you work. I don't know. You like you said, driving a forklift.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: You're home much. You're home much earlier than I am. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to come home and then it's like, I still have to do laundry, clothes, you know, put kids to bed, all that. So I think that as long as you remove those gender roles, as long as you remove those gender roles, you can make a situation like that work. But one thing my dad always taught me is like, you have to pay the cost to be the boss.
1: Mm, And that's
2: that's not just, that's not just monetary right that's not just that's just not in money that's across the board so if you want to be the boss in the house you have to pay the cost to be the boss
0: no it makes sense i feel, like i said i feel like what you're saying is like you have to pay the cost to be the boss but let's reverse it back to regular right man making that you making that right I, you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna say this like if i'm making that you know um you're 100 percent right like if you, if you come, if I'll make it 275 and you make it 45, I'm not really tripping about your bread. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy that exactly. you contributed, but like, I'm not really tripping about it. Cause this, that's the regular role for most relationships anyway. So like, but I
2: also think that men are like men. So, okay. I'll just kind of, kind of backtrack just a little bit so people can understand my thought process.
1: All right.
2: Coming from a biblical standpoint, you are supposed to be the protector and the provider because God told you to be, not because of me. Right. So if you do subscribe to that, which not everybody does, and I get that. There's atheists in this world. There's people that don't believe in the Bible. There's a bunch of things. But if you subscribe to that, then you should be taking care of your household. And I don't mean that in a, in a, in a negative way. Like, you know, oh, I'm just going to sit around and eat bonbons all day while you're hard at work. And then you're going oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah, a dirty, nah, if, if to make a dirty two, house. And, yeah, if and I'm making 275, and, and, yeah. you
0: ain't doing yeah. that. <laughs>
2: you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> that house better like, be spotless. <laughs> but that's what I'm
2: saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that we have to take the label off of like these quote unquote gender roles and really just make your family work for however your family works. I have girlfriends. My ex sister in law, who is one of my very best friends in this world, she's a registered nurse. She works a couple of different jobs. She makes, I don't know, she's got to make upwards of $150,000. And she is married right now to a man who does not make that. He makes significantly less than she does. But they have an understanding. There's no disrespect because. I make more money than you. You know, just like a wife wouldn't want to be disrespected by her husband and being told, This is my money, this is my car, I go to work, I do this, you eat my food, I buy your, you know, washcloth and your, you know, and your soap, you know, right, right. right. You know, like just like a, a, a woman doesn't want to hear that, and we would be screaming about how he was misogynistic and all kinds of stuff if that was happening. Men don't want to hear that either. I think in the beginning of your relationship, and this is why I say talking about money and sex and all that matters because in the beginning of your relationship let's say I am the person making more money and you know that you make less then we need to define what works for our household not what works for society.
0: No I I definitely agree I think that uh, each individual household is different you know what I'm saying so like Mm -hmm. you can't just genderize certain things I think uh like like we talked about earlier I think where women has swung the pendulum, the pendulum, whatever, to where it's like, I'm here, so he needs to be here or here, you know, he Mm -hmm. needs to be at my level or higher, and I always felt like, you know, that's not, that should never be the case, because men, like I said, not all men, not all men, um, are not necessarily looking for that, they're just looking for somebody, like you said, to give peace, Cause when you like the give them community.
2: peace and you know somebody that's going to be good yeah, to their children yeah, and yeah. you know like I think that for men, um, obviously I think you guys are a lot simpler. Yeah, I mean than, we, we, than we we women straight, are we're so you guys are, are like I around. like A B C D <laughs> when you do A B C D then you good I'm here yeah I'm not yeah, going yeah. nowhere and women are like I like A sometimes but sometimes I like Z yeah and sometimes yeah, like yeah, G. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm i conscious of that. Yeah. But I have a different perspective also because, you know, as you know, I grew up in a house full of men. Yeah. I don't have sisters. You know, it was me, my mom, my three brothers and my dad. So a lot of my perspective is male driven because that's how I was raised. I spent way more time with my father than I did with my mother. Um because my mom worked further away from home than my dad did my dad was home by four o'clock every day and my Mm -hmm. mom wasn't home till six you know what i mean so me and my dad and my brothers hung out a lot so a lot of my perspective is male driven so that's my little two cents (laughs) it
0: it makes sense like i said i think uh you know like the situation when it comes to what you're saying is like you know it's not necessarily like mailed but like yeah like you're used to a certain certain way and we talked you just talked about how um certain situations where you know like you get to spend like as a kid you grow up and you expect one way right you know uh, yeah. mother father the father is certain way the mother is a certain way in my household it was my father was the was the father he was the enforcer period it was his, mm-hmm. he was, you know, he was a military man. So he was straight, like, look, it's going to be like this way. And there ain't no other way, you know, yeah. there ain't no, like my way to highway. It's just my way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And my mama, who was very soft-spoken, uh, she was, you know, uh, growing up, she became a different person once they divorced. Uh, but, you know, growing up, she was like, you know, uh, she wasn't, she wasn't going to say nothing to that, you know? Cause She yeah. loved and respected my father so much, and my father was like, You know, this is what it's gonna be for, for me, especially. You know, because me and him, yeah. we grew up together. You know, my mom was young when she had me, she was 20, my pops was 21, mm-hmm. so like we yeah. all grew up kind of together, together, I mean? yeah. You know so we learned that way. Um, but great topic, let's go to the final topic of the day. Um, we're gonna talk about money and marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Now we talked about money. That is, we talked about divorce. 50% of all marriages nowadays end divorce. Right. Yeah. And 70% of all marriage people who file for divorce is women. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. I think it's actually a little bit higher than that. It might be 80. It might be 80. Yeah. yeah I think it's around 80.
0: Yeah. It might be 80%. So
2: mm-hmm. um, it's funny because lot- I just had this conversation
0: yeah and like i said a lot of that is financial driven i think there is certain women who not certain women but like just certain people in general who think that they've been married for this long they still looking good to their standard they think they can Mm -hmm. get they think they can get better they tired of like we talked about the guy who was the factory (laughs) worker you know making a 12 like i I can go get me you know because Mm -hmm. let's let's be honest like even the married women who works at Smart Tech with the guy is getting DMs from a guy who makes fifty thousand dollars or hundred thousand yeah. dollars. The guy from Smart Tech ain't getting no DMs, and he got hundred and fifty followers, <laughs> right? While the girl, <laughs> she can be doing the same exact thing. Man, so it depends on how bad she is, you know what
2: I mean? And that's, that's yeah. Let really me tell time you, time, like though. I
0: said, like any girl, big girl, small girl, fours, threes, twos, they get DMs. People y'all <laughs> do! But let me tell you something. You know, what I'm saying men, <laughs> the men, the dudes who's like you know, like I said, trash men or or not trash men, like trash men or or, or coal miners, they ain't get new DMs. You know what I'm saying? So, like, let's t- let's talk about be the money.
2: Surprise, though. I think that some of these men, you know, uh, no, these no, women, T, don't even try to front. More, they're a lot more forward. These women are a lot more forward. I agree, but let. Yeah.
0: <laughs> first of all, let's just say you. You, all right. We're not talking Uh about all women right now. You, would you would you DM any man, let alone a factory worker? Okay, so that's one.
2: I don't. But that's the thing is, like, I I I don't think I've ever DM'd a man. Like, not no, never. Like, not like somebody who hasn't like reached out to me first. No, no way
0: oh no, uh, yeah as you can see the the, the ness is stepping out people now <laughs> whatever <laughs> you know what i'm saying so um yeah anyway so like i was saying before the money situation now okay. would you marry a man for love right strictly love mm-hmm. say he was a bus driver and you loved him to death right boy would you marry a man for security well you did love him but you didn't love him as much as you might love this bus
1: driver
2: I, I, once again, I think it depends on what kind of season you're in in your life. You know, let's what just mean? say I think you're a young 20 year old me who's a hopeless rom- romantic would probably have married the bus driver.
0: Yeah, yeah, not that. You know We're mean? not talking about you then. Yeah, you would have married him then. I'm talking about you now, the businesswoman. I mean, no, just to <laughs> say, it. I mean, just, you know, don't sell. let's just keep it 100, just keep it apart. Yeah, okay, no. so
2: wait. Okay, so let me let me let me uh expound on that.
0: <laughs> she tried to make, give <laughs> an excuse why she wouldn't do it. <laughs>
2: let me expound on it. Um I believe in traditional roles. And I know that that's not something that a lot of women subscribe to in this day and age, but I do believe in traditional roles and I believe that um it's okay for a, a woman to make more than a man and I think it's okay to have those roles to be kind of intertwined. But I do believe that, like I said before, a man is a provider and a protector. So it's kind of like a fine, thin razor line when you start walking down talking about security versus love. Because I honestly believe like love in today's form Mm -hmm. is an emotion. It's something that ebbs and flows. And today I may love you and tomorrow I may not. And I think that that's normal for most people. If you talk to people who've been married for 50 years, they won't tell you like, oh, every day I was so in love with my husband. Every day I was so in love with my wife for the last 50 years. They're like, no, some days I couldn't stand her. But I think that the commitment to me means more than the love or the money. If that okay. makes sense. I'm kind of like a, a middle ground, and I know that might seem like a cop out to some people, but I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of like the middle ground. Like of course you want to be in love with the person that you're with and I wouldn't marry somebody strictly just for money. Like oh I don't I can't stand him but girl you know what he bought me Gucci and gold so I'm just gonna go on over here. Um because
0: who said it has to be Gucci and the gold maybe he's a you know a hundred million there where he getting you a Bugatti or <laughs> whatever a you ever, a,
2: you know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and I will yeah. say this, everybody has a price for everything. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart <laughs> uh, and people who tell you that they don't have a price, they're fucking liars. Okay. So if a, if a billionaire came over to you and was like, yo, you know, I want to be with you. I want to take care of you. I want to this, 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 this. And he was ugly. Most women are like, oh no, I couldn't be seen with no ugly man. For a billion dollars, you would.
0: <laughs> I agree you with would. you. I agree with you. You, know, you know,
2: so I think that we, everybody has a price. When you say it like that, if it's a billionaire, if it's a, this is a, that, I think that that's situational. But I think most of us in life will never be, in the presence
0: of a being let sense.
2: alone approached by a billionaire. So I mm-hmm. think that that's part of that fallacy that I was talking about earlier of, uh, you know, Instagram. <laughs> <Like, laughs> Rolling I... your lane. <laughs> Roll in your lane. No, and I... You are an, even if you're an exec, like let's say you work at, I don't know the Hyatt and you're mm-hmm. an exec at the Hyatt.
1: Mm-hmm. You're
2: making $150,000 a year. hmm. Why can't you date the man who works at the front desk?
0: That's very true. I think uh I well you already said it was that, you know, you've been told over these last, you know, some women at all, been told mm-hmm. over the last, you know, generations, uh don't settle.
2: You know yeah. what I'm
0: saying? Don't settle. Don't be with this man if he's doing this, right? You're looking for a man, you know, that. That's above you, you know. And if you're always looking above, you'll never catch what's below. Uh, my father always told me a bird in the hand is worth or two hell, in the, whatever, two whatever, at your
2: eye level. If yeah. you always got your head up like this, how you see what's going on right yeah. in front of you?
0: A bird in the hand know? is worth two in the bush. Everybody's looking for the two in the, oh, I can get two birds, but they got mm-hmm. the bird in their hand right here. You know, what I'm saying? let so, that
2: go. Yeah. yeah. Ready to let true. that
0: go. Yeah. So I always feel like, um, you know, definitely like, for men, because like the men don't care. Men will marry, men be a millionaire and marry, you know, a woman with no money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's just facts. You know what I'm saying?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I think that depends on seasons as well, because some yeah. men will marry, be a millionaire. I have friends that play ball, as you do, you know, people that we know in common that have dated women that you like, get <laughs> what? what's going on here? But you know, it's like I think that men are more about how women treat them versus about what they have and yes. women are more about what men have versus how they treat them and that's how we end up as women in these situations where we're not being treated the best because we were looking at what somebody had as far as like you know monetary or he has the, a house he has a car yeah, he has yeah this, the checklist
0: i always, i call it the mm-hmm. checklist for women you know like the women yeah. have this. This checklist where you got to be tall, you got to be some good smelling, you got to be working out, you got to have a six pack, you got to be making you know one seventy five to two twenty five or two fifty and up. You got to be, you got to have you know good this, good that. We're like dudes. Our checklist is: is she good looking? Is she physical? Is she <laughs> physical? Yeah, is she good looking? Right, because we look with our eyes. Right, that's what attracts yeah. us. Is she physical in certain areas? Um, and you know what I'm saying? Does she give us peace? Can she cook and clean? You know, it's not really, don't get me wrong. We have checklists checklist too. That Our sounds checklist.
2: like a terrible list. <laughs> I
0: that would just give an so example. <laughs> but like, we have more extensive, but if a woman, let me tell you something. A woman gives me peace and looks good. That is top of the list. Because all the other stuff, the, if she's fine and all this other stuff, that she that stuff goes away, you know, like that goes away fast. I'm like, if she treats me like a king, I'm happy, you know. Yeah. So, well, I
2: think that men are easy. Y'all are yeah. y'all are easy to please, but
0: no, y'all are, yeah, we y'all are
2: complicated. We're complicated at the same time. And no. I think the higher, the more money y'all make, the bigger yeah. the head gets, and the more you <laughs> think that you, you know. <laughs>
0: We talked about it. Our, like, the more money we make and the more successful we are, the smaller our pool becomes, but the bigger the ocean becomes around us. It's like <laughs> we're in this little pool and we got this whole ocean of people trying to get in our little pool. And the problem is, like you said, you like, you know, like if you're making, uh, you know, $200,000, you are like, man, I can get another girl easy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, or this easy because I'm making 200000 Who doesn't want to be with me? And like I said, even a two hundred thousand dude gets say he does hundred DMs, he might get responded about half of that. But <laughs>
1: you
0: know what I'm saying? But he was making thirty forty thousand. He ain't getting zero. So I, <laughs>
2: that's I just, not you know, true. We're
0: gonna we're gonna I'll keep reminding people of that. But no, um, <laughs> this is just the real the realness of it. You know what I'm saying? I think that like you know when it comes to money and security. I think that is more a situation where some women think about that a little bit more than men do. Like we talked about it, men with bread ain't tripping about a woman's bread, mm-hmm. you know, because he figured like I, I'm making the money when I'm that dude, I'm going to continue yeah. to make that money. You know what I'm saying? I know even though Iman Shumpert is not playing right now and Tiana Taylor is making albums and doing her thing. He ain't tripping what she made. He'd have made, you know, $50 million in the NBA, you know, or whatever he's made, you know what I'm saying? So he ain't tripping about her bread, you know? So I think that both, both scenarios, I, you know, I understand, but I feel like, uh, the, the, like there should be, how do I say this? Like women should look at the guys with potential, but who's doing their thing, you know, like the Mm. guy who, who's making 60.
2: Yeah. He lost me. No potential.
0: Okay, okay, no, 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 no. I don't,
2: I don't, you don't the yeah. potential. Let nah. me tell you, can I finish? Nah, nah. Can I finish? Go ahead. Go ahead. All right.
0: If he's making, let's just say he makes it 70, right? Right. But he's doing a bunch of stuff to try to make him 100 to 70, right? Or 100 or 200, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like get with him and he's just like, well, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm chilling. Nah, if he's wanting more and he's, and he's on his grind to do more. Then you know, like rather than waiting for this, y'all be waiting for that minotaur. Y'all be waiting for the dude with a six pack. He has a half horse, <laughs> half half top body, looking like that dude from uh with that Old Spice dude. You know what I'm saying? That commercial. <laughs> the Old for Spice him.
1: commercial. <laughs>
0: yeah, y'all be looking for that kind of dude. I'm like, where Jimmy Jimmy over here doing his thing? You better you better recognize Jimmy now because Jimmy gonna be turning to Jeff Bezos and then y'all and, were then, like, and i think
2: I that there are those little pockets of men that you know are are working <laughs> don't get me wrong yeah. i'm not trying to i'm not trying to downplay our men but the only reason why i tell i would tell women not to look at potential is because
1: <laughs> <laughs> see she fucking <fought>, she tried <laughs>
0: date up wait ladies date up all this stuff I'm saying I'm still gonna date up
2: I mean me and what I do is completely different you know what I mean I I make my own money I am part of the 1% I don't ask anybody for anything I take care of me and myself Mm -hmm. and my children and um, I think that also like you know you, you're you going to date in the circles that you run in.
1: Mm-hmm. Very Just true. being
2: real. So when you run in a circle of athletes and, you know, whatever, musicians, let's say, or you run in a circle of, you know, drummers, <laughs> that's who you're going to tend to be around. So that's who you're going to date. So... Um, that's why I say you have to date in your lane.
0: Well, comparison, what you just said, dating you in, in your, your lane. lane,
2: you date in your lane, but
0: you're really saying date in your lane, but kind of two steps up from your lane. Cause if you say yeah. if you dated, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if you dated, whatever you make say from 100 to 150 or 175, right. In between that's your lane, but you <laughs> and like, you know, some women, <laughs> they ain't looking for that. They're looking for to be making 250
2: and up. Let's see, the thing is, is that I think we put so much emphasis on people's dollar amount. Like why what I when I say date in your lane, I'm talking about the group of people that you hang out with. I don't hang out with people in my field. I'm in the medical field. I don't hang out with doctors and nurses and, and all that because they're not my cup of tea. They're not my type of people. So when I say date in your lane, i'm not talking about just financially I'm talking about you know the the group of people that you tend to hang out with. You hang out with people who are athletes, so the likelihood that you're gonna date a woman who's an astrophysicist is probably <laughs> slim to none. you said what i mean like okay, if okay you run okay. into if you run into in a circle with you know a sorority or a fraternity the likelihood is that you're going to date somebody from another sorority or fraternity because that's the circle that you run in so i would take the emphasis off of the dollar amount and just tell people to date in your lane and if you find somebody who's a nuclear physicist who you're you know ran into at the mall <laughs> then then <laughs> you know give the brother a chance but also don't discount the trash man because you feel like he isn't where he's supposed to be. You know, like a man can still provide, but it just may not be the lifestyle that you envision in your brain. That's all I'm saying. Like, Like, you know,
0: I agree. I think- uh, You you don't have to
2: make $300,000 to provide.
0: No, I think that there's certain situations where women want more than they think their boyfriends or husbands or whatever fiancés can provide. And they say, F it, I'm moving on. You know, Mm -hmm. I'd have seen more women- leave perfectly good relationships to try to uh, find something different. There was this story I was reading about. There was this woman, she's trying to pitch pitch a book, right? It's Mm -hmm. called When Your Soulmate Leaves You or something like that. She was Mm -hmm. married to a man for 14 years. She met this other guy at a function, right? Mm -hmm. And she was so enamored with that meeting and... Like she like, like fell in love with him, you know, Mm. within like, like a couple of times of medium and, you know, he didn't feel that way. You know, she was an older woman. And like I said, she left her husband after 15, 14, 15 years of marriage, try to be with
2: him. She wanted out already.
0: Yeah. I would say like, I don't think
2: that it had that much to do with that man. You know what I mean? I think she wanted out already. Like nobody just wakes up after fifteen years and be like, "Oh my God, this one man I just met him and I'm just well, she, about to she, leave my home. That like,
0: was his soulmate. That's what she said. He was her soulmate. Obviously, she wasn't his because he was like, "Nah, <laughs> I'm cool," you know. And like I said, I was, she was trying to pitch it as a book. I, I was reading about that, but
1: that's crazy.
0: Yeah, so I just feel like for me, um, you know, like there are women, you know, in certain situations like that. Men too. Men do that too. Men, you know, leave their women after 10, 15 years and try to get a younger
2: hottie. I feel like that happens more often. You know what I mean? I think that women file for divorce more, but it's like, I think that men have to realize or society is like, because we're the doers. And I I wanted to address that when you had said it a little bit earlier and it kind of slipped my mind, but it's like, yes, 80% of women, let's say 80, I don't, I think it's around 80%, 70 to 80%, something like that of all divorces that are filed in America are filed by women. But it's like why and that's what i think we're not looking at we're just looking at the fact that the woman is filing but why are these women filing where they're filing because there's infidelity there's filing because there's mistreatment there's all kinds of reasons besides of course financial definitely falls into that you know sex falls into that there's a whole bunch of reasons why people get divorced but i think as women we file because we're the ones that are like okay. You're not going to change or you're not going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to leave you and go about my business. I'm not going to sit here and be subjected to the same thing over and over again. You're cheating with, you know, Sarah and I caught you once. And then now you're cheating with Becky and and Susan and, you know, whoever else is coming down the line. So I think that instead of looking at because women file, we're the ones that are quote unquote giving up on our our marriages or giving up on our relationships is not necessarily a true reflection because we are traditionally the doers.
0: Well, this is another story for another episode because that is a whole <laughs> other story. Um, we're going to put a pin in this episode.
1: All right.
0: Uh, you know, and we're going to come back to that on oh, why women divorce men. All right. So check out the uh, episode. It, like I said, um, this is coming soon. You know, it's actually coming up like really soon uh, for this for this uh, show. Um, you can follow me and find out when uh, these episodes are coming out and this show comes out at Travis W. Reed uh, or at and Instagram at Travis W. Reed, that's R.E.E.D. Travis W. Reed. Um, and follow me on Facebook, Travis W. Reed, R.E.E.D., i post all my social media stuff on those platforms so when this show comes out and every episode after this comes out you will be the first to find out um t would you like to share your instagram and stuff probably not but
2: i'll give it i'll give it to the people you know I i i i think that um i may get some hate mail who knows (laughs) Um, I'm curious to see if people have anything to say to me Okay. Um, so my uh, Instagram is at sent from heaven and that's for like the number R-M and then heaven and then um, my Facebook is just Tashira Thomas so that's T-I-S-H-I-R-A and then T-H-O-M-A-S
0: yes like I said if anybody has any Dislike mail. I won't say hate mail. Uh, <laughs> please send it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm actually interested to see what people say about me and me about
2: this. Me I too. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see. Um, you know, obviously, we all have different perspectives, and I'll, yes. I'll leave my little caveat um, is that we all have different perspectives. And I think that how we're raised, um, where we live, and all of that. Social economic status, all those kind of things contribute to our um, perspective yes. on relationships yes. and in life.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: mm-hmm. I just always say that um, I respectfully um, state my opinion. I never want to step on anybody's toes or be disrespectful to anybody's um, opinion or, or how they feel. So mm-hmm. if anything that I've said has offended anybody, it's not intentional. It's just my opinion. So take it with a grain of
1: salt. (laughs) All right. All
0: right. Well, like I said, you heard it here, folks. Like I said, just different topics and different uh, scenarios for uh, men and women. You know, I think that uh, different opinions is like, you know, good. That's why I definitely wanted to bring, uh, you know, different people, you know, such as T on the show, because I respect her opinion as a woman. She's very strong, very successful, very independent. And, you. you know, definitely want to, you know, get these kind of things out. I know there's people who does shock jock, uh, shock jock stuff like uh, Kevin Samuel got rested. So uh, he did a lot of shock jock, but some of it, you know, uh, was, you know, it had some points to some of it. Um, So it's, you know, like, you know, some of it, you know, you know, interesting stuff. So I'm not saying like everything he said was right. I'm not saying that, but some of it was interesting. So I think that um, getting these opinions on this show It's something that I want to do and want to continue to do with people such as T. So uh, thank you for listening. And like I said, you know, follow me at Travis W. Reed, R-E-E-D on Instagram. And I will see you later. Peace.